coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Because we are living in Yoshi's Crafted World, and Mark and Patrick are material girls. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, do you know what song I... I love Material Girl. Right. Okay, sure. This is not a Madonna song, That I'm what I'm about to say. Okay. It seems weird what that song? you would bring up a Madonna song <laughs> well, right, right before I, it. Well, just because I don't want to be... I don't want anybody to ever think that I'm talking trash about Material Girl as a song. Sure. But mater- listening to Material Girl, a great song. Made me think. I, this is a a, a <laughs> dust protest too much no, no, no. situation. A, a, a wonderful song, but it made me think of a song that I always have stuck in my head, um, for no good reason. It's okay, not, it's and I maybe I'm not even sure what it's called, but it's uh, all around the world statues crumble for me. Hey, isn't that a Sugar Ray song? Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent a Sugar Ray song. I'll be just like at work. I've loved you. you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like walking around at work. You know, that's heading not to the even, bathroom. That's not like the chorus or even like the, that's like the weird bridge <laughs> of that song. Very memorable though. <laughs> and you know, just walking around, minding my business at work, living my life. Um, All around the world. Exactly. Like, I just want to, like, turn around and just start, like, belting it. And I would have to turn around. I'm, like, headed one way down the hallway. Right. And someone is, like, <laughs> behind me kind of tailing you. Exactly. Yeah. Just, like, want to turn around and belt it. Um, that would be the best way to reveal to, uh, like, a private investigator or, like, a spy that's been on your tail for a long time that, y- that you made them, right? Uh, that, like, that you spotted them. Oh, yeah, just absolutely. Turn around oh, and I start thought singing you were, Sugar Ray to them. That would be amazing. I thought you were going to say that that would be a great way to reveal, like, in a Carmen San Diego type way, mm. that all around the world, stat- you have been making statues, like... Crumble. Oh, okay. So if you, I were to write right, a right. Carmen San Diego musical, jukebox musical, uh-huh. uh I think I would based try, on the music I, of Sugar Ray. Naturally, maybe <laughs> featured at least. I would. I would definitely try to shoehorn that in there yeah, somehow. Of course. Of course. Um, so Carmen San Diego is uh, instead of stealing things now, just making them crumble. Yeah. Maybe she's more. Uh, maybe it's the James Bond jukebox musical. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> They're using like sonic rays to destroy the wonders of the world. Uh. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Statues need to be crumbled. Uh, Mark, we've got some business to get to today. That's right. We are going to be discussing Yoshi's Crafted World. Mm-hmm. But before we do that... We got... have an edifice to knock down of our own. That's right. Uh, and of course, it is that of Sonic Forces. <laughs> and the edifice, of course, uh, we're not actually knocking it down. We're building it up. We, are, we do celebrate Sonic Forces way more than anyone or anything we talk about it a lot i That's think a great we point. celebrate a great point. the sonic forces borrowing program a great borrowing program if you would like to borrow my copy of sonic forces it came back to me when today it's here it's in the building which means it's about to go out to someone else but if you would like to be put on a list to someday be considered <laughs> for borrowing my copy of sonic forces on switch all you gotta do is email us at nintendo cartridge society at gmail.com and what do you need to include in that email 
just your mailing address, a mailing address. Yeah. Does it really doesn't matter? Here's the thing. I'm I'm getting a couple requests for uh Canadian and uh English mm, uh mm-hmm, listeners mm-hmm. who would like to borrow. Now uh, we tried this once. I did send it to Canada once, uh, and it was gone for like six months. We thought it was the end of the We thought it was program. the end of the program. We momentarily lost our faith in humanity, Canadian specifically. Yeah, it was our the low point, really, of the Sonic Forces borrowing program. But all good borrowing programs need to hit that low point right. before they can um, climb to the heights. Yes, that's right. That, that the that, program has such. So right now, uh, the the next name on the list, I believe, is an American uh, address. So it 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 is going to go there. Um, when I hit the next international address, you and I are going to have a conversation. It's and, just logistics. And figure people. out what we do. I yeah, mean, it's it's not. We have nothing. We love all of our listeners abs- and the countries of the, of their origin. Yeah, I just don't know how to buy postage in advance for the return trip. From the U.S. post office for non-U.S. postage. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> like you'd have to go to the bank, exchange American currency for the currency of whatever country it is, right? And get enough that you hope mm-hmm. Gill. I assume, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> you have to get enough of that and hope that that's enough to pay for the return postage. That's right. The point is, we've got we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, but if you would like to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces, email us Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Mark, let's get into it. Let's talk about Yoshi's Crafted World. Mark, there's no secret here. I was excited about this game to come out. Um, I have enjoyed the. Uh, other recent I was gonna say the other recent Yoshi games but I liked Wooly World um and then I guess kind of prior to that um I I maybe don't consider myself a a big Yoshi but I feel like Epic Yarn is in the same vein as as Wooly World and Crafted World am I wrong Uh, I I mean it's it it is but it is like very much a, a Kirby game still you know well, maybe maybe not. Maybe it's a, a a weird little like halfway mutant. But like, yeah, the the sort of idea that um the game is uh less based on um the difficulty of making it to the end of the map and more about the difficulty of finding everything um in in an individual playthrough. And maybe I group the three of the these games together because they're all developed by Good Feel, and yeah. I feel like their platformers have a very specific sense of pace. Yeah, totally, and. Uh, they definitely want you to uh, sort of luxuriate in uh, the way the game looks and just like the the aesthetic of the game. And so if they're, you know, if you're stressed out or like, you know, jamming as, as fast as you can to get through the level, um, then you're not going to see everything that the level has to offer just visually. Um, and I, I do think that uh, Crafted World, uh, well, well, all of these games are, are based on exploration, right? Um, Wooly World, Epic Yarn, and Crafted World, that Wooly World does... Sorry, the the names are also similar. (laughs) That Crafted World does the best job of um, making you, like, scour the background um, because, you know, we talked about this a little bit when we talked about the demo. Um, One of the big mechanics of the game is that you can throw eggs into either the foreground or the background um, to sort of like collect things, uh, be they the Poochie Pups or whatever dumb little thing the robots uh, on the overworld want you to collect for them. So like you and I were just playing and, you know, we got the assignment of like, okay, the robot wants five cows. And so the whole time we're kind of like looking through the background as we're traversing the level, trying to find 
these items, right? And then in doing so, you get to sort of take in all that the world has to offer. So it sounds a little insane just being like, the robot wants us to get five cows. Did we jump too far ahead? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should talk about just a little bit about like the structure yeah. of the game. And because I think you're 100% right. And full disclosure, I did not buy this game. I haven't played a lot of it. I played the demo, which yeah. we talked about, and played a little bit with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I picked it up on Friday morning. My buddy Taylor was in town. Uh, we walked down to the Best Buy and got it, like, first thing, and then uh, came back here and played until, like, dinner time. So, like, we put in a good, like, eight hours of co-op, co-op play on, on, on that first and day. And you have since completed it. I have since completed it, yeah. Um, so the, the way the game uh, is, is structured, it feels very much like a Yoshi game, right? You have all of the, the moves that Yoshi has, uh, like a, a flutter kick. You can eat enemies with uh, your stretchy Yoshi tongue, and uh, you can throw eggs around. And using basically just those three moves, he also has like a ground pound. Um, but using, using those three or four moves, uh, you just like traverse a, a landscape, finding uh, coins, red coins, uh, little flowers, and that's it, basically. Um, and that's kind of like your first time through the level right you're yeah trying to do all those things yeah so uh w- would you like the the rundown of like the the story beats that that set this game up yeah please okay so uh when we when we come into the game we meet a group of yoshis just like 10 of them all all different colors um and they are hanging out on their little yoshi island and there is the uh, it is either called like the Dream Sunstone or the Sun Dream Stone or whatever, uh, and it has five gems in it. Uh, no, they're, they're not Infinity Stones, but they sure look like they are, <laughs> um, and they're, they're each different colors. And Baby Bowser, not to be confused with Bowser Jr., Baby Bowser, um, and yeah, I see you making a face. Yeah, I'm trying to, is Baby Bowser, who's Baby Bowser? Picture Bowser Jr. and get rid of that bib. Is this... This is Bowser as a baby. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, the equivalent of, like, baby Mario. Yes. Oh, yes. oh gotcha. Okay. But he still has, like, the, the little, like, um, like top-of-the-head ponytail-like uh, Bowser Jr. does. So, I mean, it, it's... We all had questionable haircuts in our youth. I mean, that's, that is fair. And then would make sense that he would inflict the same haircut on his son. <laughs> uh, so, uh, baby Bowser and Kamek, the uh, Magikoopa, uh, appear... And uh, they they take the the wish stones from this uh, from this magic thing, and the whole point of the game is to retrieve these five uh, five magical stones before Baby Bowser can put them into a glove and snap his finger, and half of the Yoshi's vanish. <laughs> um. So and that and then that that's it. You spend um the the first like chunk of the game is getting the the first one of these stones. Um, and then it splits off into like three separate paths and you can kind of tackle the paths in any order you want to get the second, third, and fourth stones. And then it all kind of collapses into one more path at the end where you get the last of them. Uh, and once the thing is restored, the Yoshis make a wish, I guess, spoiler for the end of the game, but there's, there's, this is not a, this, the, the, the story of this game cannot be spoiled. They wish to go back home <laughs> and that's it. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have. I have nothing of substance to yeah, say about it's, that story. It's, it's, it's like cotton candy. Yeah. As soon as you try to grasp it, it just like becomes it, it sickly mm-hmm. sticky. Um, the uh, the way the levels play out is: Do you have 
you are able to go through the levels. Yes. And then after you do that, is it optional to collect all the poochies? Like, could you well, go so here's, through here's, every yeah. through the entire game without doing any of like the B sides? Uh, I think probably. Um, so at, at the end of every like little world segment, um, there is a new robot blocking your path. Um, who is worn out? He's tired, and he says, "If only I could get one flower, five flowers, ten flowers, I'll, I could get out of your way and open up the level." So you have to give up the the the, the aforementioned flowers that you're collecting. Um, I kind of act as your stars in a Mario game, where like you're accruing those to uh, you know buy access to to the later areas in the game. Um, and I think that you will run up against a wall. At some point, if you don't start doing some of the uh, some of the like backtracking on these things to get the extra flowers, um, but like by no means is uh, completion necessary to get to the just regular vanilla end of the game. Gotcha. But every level has you, like you can go through every level at least three times. It's it's more than that. Um. So uh, the 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 regular level uh it has like a normal forward path, and then every Every single level has a backwards version of it. Um, and I had sort of expected, because I, I feel like this is the way that the game was uh, both demoed, uh, like in the demo, and in uh, like early footage that we saw of it, that like you would just reach the end and then it would say like, do the reverse, and then the camera would like swing around. But it's not, you have to like go back into the level and say, I want to do the flip side of this level. Yeah, mechanically, it's basically just like a second level that like yeah. takes place w- within the first level. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, where it's like where just it's the start and end point are different. Yeah. yeah. Um but it, like it it actually does like reverse the like direction of it. You're still traversing from left to right. Um it's just that the left and right have switched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh the other thing that I feel like we saw like in the early reveals was that you would much more dynamically be flipping the entire world back and forth and yeah. like that would be a part of uh traversal right like and in that, order to get that around that does not happen right um what what this game does do is it, it lets you like go into the like it, it's it's fine with doing multiple planes right where there's like um something in in like the way foreground something in the sort of the middle ground and the background and as long as there is a path that leads between those planes that yoshi can just sort of like travel between them and sometimes you know uh like we played a level where there are sort of like rotating doors uh, that will take you between planes. Um, so there are things like that, but yeah, it is less um, like if you're looking for something that's going to sort of uh, that like managing the space or like managing your perspective is like part of the puzzle solving. This isn't it. Uh, if you're looking for that, uh, you know, uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker is still out there. You can still play that game. Um, that that's not really what this game delivers on. So there's the A, like the A side, the main path through it. Mm-hmm. There's the B side, and is every B side, every like flipped side, the first thing you do is get the poochies. That's like the first goal. Yeah, yeah, the that's, poochie puppies. That's, that's like the, the the main part of it. So well, uh, the rest of the games or the rest of the all the regular versions of the levels are sort of like collection things where you're going for the red coins and for the flowers. Um, on the flip side, it is just rescuing three Poochie Pups. Um, and the Poochie Pups can either be rescued by throwing an egg at them or by uh, just running into them. Um, so, you know, sometimes they're just in your path and sometimes they're in the background somewhere. Uh, and they are, uh, they bark 
So um, if you're playing the game with sound on, you'll be able, you'll know when they're around. Um, and none of them are like so well hidden that like, you know, you're s sitting on a screen like, oh, where's this dog? Um, uh, so there, there are three of them and uh, you get a flower for rescuing each one. And then you get another flower for rescuing all three and getting to the end in a certain time limit. It's, it's expressed, you know, specifically for each level, um, how, how long you have to do that. Um, and it doesn't like those time limits are not super tight. Like um, a lot of my first attempts on these levels, I had, uh, you know, it, it gives you four and a half minutes and I get it done in like 320 or something. Um, so like that's that they're not super difficult. And then usually like the third or maybe even like fourth time you'd go back into a level. It's because in each world, there's a robot yep. that you go and talk to. And they will give you basically like a collection quest. Yeah. So this is the the aforementioned uh, cow, right? That that uh, he says like, we had to collect cow cups go, or bear cups. We no, no, we collected cups we collected cows. cows in one level, and then bear cups in another. Right. Um. And sometimes those are like get get me five of these things, and sometimes he's just like, I, I I want this pirate ship, and there's just one of them, uh, and you go through the level and you find it. Uh, and these things are uh, sometimes uh, hidden in ways that, like, you wouldn't expect. Um, one of the bear cups was uh, under a penguin cup. So, like, you had to knock down a penguin cup and then get the bear cup. Um, it always throws me when something is in the foreground. I'm always, like, scouring the background. But, like, oh, you know, sometimes things are just, like, in, in the front. Um, and also some of the fetch quests that they send you on are in the flip sides of levels. Um, so that's, like, just one more... Uh, you know, uh, a reason that you would have to like go back through um, either the forward or backwards version of any of the levels. So the game does send you back through the same worlds kind of a lot. Um, but the sort of benefit to that is uh, it's not common that you get everything on like the, you know, normal left to right progression of a level on, on your first try. Um, you're going to miss some red coins. You're probably going to miss like a flower or two. Um, and then there, there's also a reward for beating the level with full health, right? Um, and just having that like nudge to go back in one more time and find whatever dumb thing the robot wants you to collect for him uh, is usually enough for you to be like, oh yeah, well, I'm in here. I'm also going to go ahead and uh, get those coins or get that flower or whatever. I feel like these games are kind of divisive. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we kind of embody that a little bit. You really like these games. Yeah. I'm kind of indifferent to them. Uh, I, uh, like I said, I didn't pick this one up. And I, I think sometimes they have a rap for being like too easy or boring. And I, especially playing Crafted World, like I've kind of come around on that. I don't really think they're boring or necessarily too easy, but they are very lazy and not lazy in the sense that like, uh, lazily developed mm -hmm. or like thoughtlessly developed, but lazy in the sense that like the game wants is very deliberately paced. Yeah, like everything about it, like even the music. Like you get to the end of a level, and the song that plays is just kind of like yeah, it's just that like you know, like it's very uh like a record it's, it's player leisurely. that's slowing yeah. down. Yeah, it's not uh like the the game is not intended for like high thrills or anything like that. It's very experiential that like you are going through and just like soaking up uh both like the atmosphere and just sort of like the like super light 
puzzle solving that the levels have to offer. Um, I mean, like we were we were playing uh, part of one level where uh, you know we're like trapped in a room and we needed a key to get out. Um, and it's a pretty easy puzzle. You just have to like throw an egg at a platform to like rotate it around. Then you can drop through the floor, grab the key, and get out. Um, and that is usually, you know, like that's that's the caliber of puzzles that these levels present to you. Um, where there's a second where you're like, wait, how do I do this? And then you see how to do it, and you do it, and it's done. And then you move on to the next thing. And there's just so many things that like it becomes like a pleasant string of uh small like sort of inconsequential but not unpleasant experiences and there are way worse video games than that (laughs) yeah way worse (laughs) um uh so i i did uh finish this game uh this afternoon uh which unlocks uh a a hidden hills zone uh which suddenly the the price of entry for each of these little uh levels First, uh, first of all, in, instead of uh, at, it's like a, a chunk of three levels and then you have to pay a robot, it's after every single one you have to pay the robot. And you have to pay him 30 flowers each time until you get to the very last one, in which he, he asks for 50. So <laughs> you, you had to throw down uh, 30, 30, 30, and 50. 140 flowers um, to, to get uh, access to these like final four levels. And uh, it's three platforming levels, uh, which are all super difficult um there was one of them i think i got one flower in um and i was just relieved to make it to the end so i was like great moving on to the next one um like super super difficult levels and i'm really looking forward to uh going back in there uh with a second player to like help me on on them uh and we'll talk more i guess uh in a sec about what the like co-op experience is um but then the very final thing uh in this hidden hills area is a sort of boss rush mode where um, it's all of you have to fight all of the bosses and like do I think all of these special levels. I still haven't like beaten it. Um, where like Kamek, the Magic Koopa, takes the form of the boss um, and it, like it presents you with a really hard like one hit kill version of that boss. Um, so you saw me uh, take a stab at mm-hmm. it. Um, and not succeed. It's very challenging. Yeah, it's super, super challenging. I was probably doing it, like, just on a loop for, like, an hour this afternoon. Um, and I got through its, like, fourth form, and that's it. I don't know if there are more. I feel like that's become kind of like a Nintendo platformer formula, especially the 2D platformers. And I haven't gone there yet, but I understand that 3D World is a little bit the same way, where the core game, if you want to call that that, from like the beginning to the end boss of the story yeah is uh there will be maybe challenging levels but for the most part is um it's manageable it's manageable yeah. and then the bonus levels afterward are where they like let players feel the pain yeah like I, and they're just like totally punishing yeah there the the very last level in super mario 3d land is so hard <laughs> um but i mean you know the, you're right like we also saw this in um like Odyssey, the darker side of the moon is a super uh, tricky um, platforming um, section. Uh, I guess spoilers for Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers U yep. is the same sort of way. You know, yeah, like those the bonus levels, levels afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, and I guess you can really even trace that back to uh, Super Super Mario World, right? That uh, once you get to... What are those bonus uh, areas called? The ones that are like tubular? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Um 
but yeah, I mean, all, all of that, uh, those eight levels are like impossible. They're so hard. Um, and that is how I'm feeling about these levels at the end of Crafted World. Uh, so well, should we talk a little bit about what the how, what makes the co-op experience different? Yeah, because than... you can play the whole game in with two players, right? It max out at two. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 uh, just two players simultaneous, um, and it allows for drop in, drop out. So um, you know, if we were playing together and you had to bounce, there's no problem there. Also, if you show up and I'm three levels in, you can just pop it. You know, it's a uh, super easy. Um, but uh, so one of the I guess like the the big thing that co-op does is that it allows one player to ride the other, one Yoshi to hop on the other Yoshi's back, which is that weird? I don't know. Yoshis can ride Yoshis, why not? <laughs> um and well, well one player rides the other, uh the player being ridden uh has just like control of them, right? Is basically driving the Yoshi while the other one throws eggs. Um and if you're on the back, uh, if, if you're riding, you can't really control where you're going, but you can throw as many eggs as you want. Um, and so that is a, like, good way to really, like, knock out the exploration. Because a lot of, like, things that you need to find in a Yoshi game are based on throwing an egg at, uh, like, a little question block cloud thing. Um, and you can run out of them pretty quick. Uh, but not if you have an infinite amount of them because you're riding on another Yoshi's back. Uh, so it, I don't know, it's, it was very cool when Taylor and I were playing and um, like we both just like very, very quickly like fell into a rhythm of like, okay, I'll hop on your back and start throwing eggs around for a while and you drive or the other way around. Um, and just like, you know, the person throwing eggs is like knocking out any enemies that might be in the way and like unlocking all the secrets and the other person is just like doing all the platforming. Um, and makes for kind of a like quick, fun way to um, kind of tackle the levels in a like in an in an efficient way. The other part of this is costumes. Yes, yes, there are costumes in this game. Um, you you win the costumes in these like gumball slot machine things, um, and it all just costs you know in game coins to to do them. And each each gumball machine has ten costumes in it, uh, and all the costumes are different. But they're also all assigned rarity levels. So like there'll be like seven common uh seven common costumes, even though all seven are different. Uh two rare costumes and one super one super very rare, I forget what they call it. Um, but they're all like, yeah, there's only one of like the UFO, but there's also only one of the like I don't you know, like <laughs> little garbage ball or whatever it's it, it's all the same but there's only and there's only 10 in each gumball yes and so uh you buy them out yeah you just yeah. you will get the extra rare ones or whatever they're called yeah and there's there's no more likelihood that you'll get this extra rare one than this common one right like there's no <laughs> there's I, a I, one in 10 shot yeah it's for all a of one them. in 10 shot for all of them um and it's funny when you when you do purchase all of the uh, costumes from one of these things, uh, like a little ribbon goes on it to be like, you did it, you, ac you accomplished it, you bought your way out of this one. <laughs> um, but the costumes are, calling them costumes is a little misleading, right? I, I feel like, yeah, yes, because they're more like, um, 
Well, I mean, were you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever, like, make a car out of a cardboard box? Yes, yes. That, that's exa- that that's is almost literally 100%. exactly what these are. And Yoshi's, like, holding it up around him. I almost, for some reason, it reminds me of, like, a bathtub. <laughs> like, Yoshi yeah. Yoshi took, like, a clawfoot bathtub uh-huh. and, like, kicked the bottom out of it and just, like, stood in the middle and lifted the tub up on either side. Yes. It, uh, is that, like, in old-timey cartoons, or am I thinking of a barrel? Mm, yes. I mean, I know I think I'm thinking of a barrel, but have I, we seen I, I this with picturing claw a barrel. bathtub? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I was also imagining a, a barrel um, and like suspenders. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know. You know why you need uh, the suspenders with the barrel? Because you're wearing it as clothes, and you're going to the White House. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> the White House. Or where else would you need suspenders? <laughs> You just buy a belt. No, but you can't wear a belt. This was go- that was going to be my uh, the the punchline is that you can't wear a belt with uh, a barrel with a barrel. Yeah, it wouldn't do any good. No, because <laughs> it's not. You can't squeeze it to your chest. Do you belly. think that's why suspenders were invented? So people could hold hold up their barrels. Yeah, I do. Uh, so these costumes have a function in the game, which is uh, you get uh, an extra like number of hits that you can take. Their armor, basically. Yeah. Um, some of them are good for three hits, some are good for four, and some are good for five. And that does directly correspond to their rarity level. The more rare it is, the better armor it is. So uh, I was using armor in one of the levels, and uh, the levels had a kind of tricky slash scary mechanic, which I guess we won't spoil necessarily. But uh, I lost the health of yes. the armor, because um, like with every hit or whatever, it goes down. Does the armor go away? Yes. Like, forever? It, well, no, not forever. Okay, so it's not like you, like, lose the armor you just in your lose, inventory. You lose it for that. Okay. For, for the rest of that level. Yeah, it will go away. If, if you get hit the three, four, or five times, then you're just running around as a naked Yoshi after that. Um, actually, this, uh, you saying, uh, does the armor go away forever, uh, or the costume go away forever, if you are... So, at the beginning of the game, you pick which color Yoshi you are. And at any point in the game, you can switch to, like, be a different color Yoshi. But you're not just, like, changing your color. You're, like, taking the Yoshi that was back at the beginning of the game and, like, taking him and, like, putting the one you were using back. Um, And if you're wearing a costume when you put a Yoshi away, he wears that costume like in on the Yoshi's Island, just kind of like walking around. And is it out of your inventory? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, so like then you, if you want that costume back, you got to go get that Yoshi back, unequip the costume, which is just, it, it's also, it's a, maybe a little bit inconvenient if for whatever reason you want to switch from a yellow Yoshi to a green Yoshi and you like the costume you have, um, that you have to like unequip it and go back. But there's something so like funny and pure about like, no, you put that Yoshi away. So he was wearing a costume, and the costume is now put away. Um, would I don't know? It's just a, it's a, a a tiny little thing that really makes me. I don't know. It makes it, it makes everything feel real, which I think this game does a good job of doing, convincing you uh, that everything is sort of constructed with you know real material. Um, you know, there's there's a a part of this game where you're like sort of driving a a Yoshi shaped tank, or it's like a mech. Um, and it's got these like arms that, uh, like it, it looks like a labo, right? Cause like you can see like the little mechanic where like it's winding up its arms to punch and you can see the rubber band like tightening as like it, it winds up and then like the kind of snap of the rubber band as, as it lets go. 
I don't know. It all just feels and looks very like physical and satisfying. Yeah, it really does. How how do you think it compares to Woolly World? Uh, so it's it's shorter than Woolly World, I think. Um, and uh, Woolly World's challenge is a little bit more um spread out. Uh, each each world in Woolly World had a uh, a a secret level that once you got all of the um. I believe there are also flowers in that too. And once you got all the re- regular flowers in in those levels, that it would like pop, and and those are like super difficult levels. Um, I was playing Woolly World just a couple weeks ago, uh, and uh, the secret world in uh, the secret level in World Three of like seven, right? It was so hard, <laughs> um, and so I, I that must mean that there is like seven super difficult levels in that game. Uh, whereas it seems like there are three super difficult levels in um, in Crafted World, so I I mean I I think probably as as like a game and with just like a variety of um like what you're experiencing maybe uh Woolly World is less is a less like realized version of like the Good Feel kind of game, but is maybe closer to like a traditional Yoshi game. Um, whereas I feel like uh, Crafted World is like leaning into the good feel aesthetic, because um, like most of those le- most of the levels have uh, a unique mechanic or like visual tick or something that makes it feel uh, like a unique slice of of the game every time you go into it. Um, and I feel like there's just more kind of repetition in um, Woolly World. One thing I will say uh, that I don't love about this game uh, is the music is uh, cute, but frequently kind of annoying. Cute. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say that it's, I think it airs uh, too far from cute into cutesy. Totally. Where it's very like, um, and I feel like a lot of the Yoshi games have had this problem where it becomes like childish instead of Mm -hmm. like capturing the spirit of childhood. Yeah, it's just like oh, there's gonna be kazoo's, and yeah. you know it's gonna be kind of like yeah. farty a little bit. It's gonna be a little bit farty. The you know not everything's gonna be in tune or in time. Um, and like that's one of the things I really think is adorable about uh, like the original Yoshi's Island uh, or Yoshi's Story is when the Yoshi's sing. Um, they're not good at singing. They sing out of tune and they sing out of time. But that is. Like, it's an animal that's doing that. And for whatever reason, my brain is like, that's okay, that's cute, I like it. But as soon as it's a musical instrument, I'm like, no, the musical instrument should be right. Um, and there's a lot of that and a lot of the kind of, like, toy piano texture uh, that, you know, w- if if you and I ever get around to doing another music episode, I'm not going to pull any tracks uh, from this game. Yeah, a little goes a long way of that aesthetic. Yeah. and But the entire game just seems to be kind of, like, stuck in that one note. Yeah. Um, and then I guess like on, on a, uh, a similar note is anytime you, uh, bring up the reticle to throw an egg, Yoshi goes like, and it's the exact same, uh, audio cue every single time. Um, and ditto every time he does like the flutter kick, uh, it's a different little, uh, grunt, but he play it's the same one every time there's no variation on it. Um, so especially when there's two of you flutter kicking around a level, um, it can get old kind of fast. Uh, so, you know, um, 
when Taylor and I were putting a lot of time into it, and one day we were like, hey, do you want to put on some music? <laughs> you know, we don't need to keep listen- listening to the Yoshis, right? Um, so, yeah, I, w- I would say uh, audio is where this game kind of uh, takes takes the biggest hit for me. But overall, as like a fan of these games of this type of game yeah you, you enjoyed it yeah abs- absolutely um and you know it's not gonna it's not gonna like really surprise uh people who are fans of of yoshi games you will recognize every mechanic that's in here um and you know there, there are a lot of fun like twists on it but nothing that's gonna nothing that's gonna make you go like whoa um but I, it's it's got enough uh like kind of mildly surprising things or very uh, rarely like scary things um to uh make it like worth it and feel novel throughout. yeah i feel like it really fits perfectly into this like uh early part of the year that nintendo mm-hmm. likes to put these kind of like kirby star allies yeah it's another game that i feel is um I think we felt the same way about that as it sounds like you feel about Crafted World. I mean, I, I feel way better about Crafted World than I oh, do okay. about uh, uh, St- Star Allies, which I know I, uh, I I liked a lot at the time. Um, I I think Star Allies has less... There's a lot of Star Allies that you can just sit there for and let your uh, three computer players play for you. Um, and sort of you have to because they're just like there and you can't stop them. Um, like Yoshi for as uh, easy as it is never plays itself. Um and I think it is just a a more interesting uh world and environment and it's just a a longer game. I think there's just more of it. Um like I think I got through uh Star Allies in like 6 or 7 hours. I probably played Yoshi for like 10 all things told. Um all right. Uh so that's what we thought of Yoshi's Crafted World. What did you think? Huh? We'd love to know if you played this game. You can write to us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Um, I want to hear what your favorite levels are. I want to hear what your favorite, what, what kinds of mechanics or little like twists on things that, that you liked. Um, and if you want to tell us that we're wrong about the music, uh, don't. Yeah, right. don't bother. Don't bother. Because we're, we're right on this one. <laughs> All right, let's uh, close out this section. Okay, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, if you, uh, what am I saying? Please rate, review, subscribe. Any of the things that you can do on Apple Podcasts that relate to this show, you should do it. Or wherever you get this show. Wherever We're you We're all get over the, the place. Right, if you get it at like the bottom of a well, go to that well and like throw a coin down there. Make yeah, a that's, wish. That's that's the equivalent of a five star review. Yeah, I think if so. If you get this podcast from a well, right? Well, I mean, if you're getting a podcast from a well, maybe you need to like see if there's someone trapped down there. <laughs> maybe Instead of just checking help. every week, see <laughs> yes. if they got the latest episode twice a week. Really, that's true. Um, and also, please uh, share the episode. Uh, you know, wh- wherever you can, it helps us out tremendously. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and the page there is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Um, Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Eight Bit Betty. If you like his music and you want more of it, you can go to eightbitbetty.com, or you can listen right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying that we are, in fact, Material Girls. (coughs) Thanks for listening.
fired. 